What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My talkers, thanks for joining us on this dark ride home as we approach the five o'clock hour with the time change. It does feel different, but no worries. We're going to brighten things up with Lori and Julia for this rest of this hour, you oh, guys. Oh, we are. Okay, so you were... <laughs> promises, 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 hey, promises, but we will. We're going to try. You, you so. deliver. I just let it go. Yeah. Um, right. Yesterday, we had heard that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and his production company, company Appian Way, had um, announced that they were going to do this contemporary adaptation of the Jim Jones story and that Leonardo would be playing Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. And Remind everyone who that is. So Jim Jones, and it was the murder-suicide of over 900 of his followers. And um, a, a, US, a U.S. representative, members of his staff at the People's Temple in Guyana. They moved from the U.S. San Francisco yes. area to Guyana, right? Yeah. And okay. it is not an unsolved mystery, but I think when I was thinking about it and kind of I was doing a little Googling last night because it was really like... I don't remember a lot about the story. I mean, I know about what the basics are, but well, I don't... This was in the late 70s, right? Yes, yes. Okay. It was like 1978, and um, it was it was what most people... When they think about it, even if they were the what six in people's memory as far as like a true crime thing and 900 people yeah. is, oh, they voluntarily drank this Kool-Aid. Most of them were murdered. They didn't know no. yep. what was going on. They didn't okay. know that, that he they was... were poisoned. Okay. Okay. The way he deliberately murdered his Jeez. followers. So we don't know that. And, you know, people who love true crime, you know, it, it's weird to say favorite with a true crime because right. there shouldn't be a favorite. But I think this has the makings of being a really great movie because we'll ask ourselves why how did this happen right. you know and it happened and why do people misremember like that most people go oh yeah jim jones and all the crazy people who followed him they all willingly took the Kool-Aid Ooh. right that's the crime story is that- this where they drank the Kool-Aid came from Yes, yes, probably. Is it? Because yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, I don't know. Oh my gosh, everyone's I'll drinking check. the Kool Aid. I wonder if that's what started. And it wasn't this. even Kool Aid. No, know? I know, but this, that might be where that started. Yeah. And while most of his, uh, you know, he had true believers, most of the people were murdered. 
of I those do, 900. I do, I, I'll be curious to learn the story. And so in the interest of like telling the real story, I'll be interested in watching this. And is he basing it on a book? Well, I don't I don't know. I mean, here's what we know. Here's an interesting thing that we okay. know about what's going to happen with this. So tell I everyone love, the name of it again. It's well, Jim, Jim Jones. Okay. We, I don't know that we have a movie okay, title. But Jim Jones. But, you know, I like Leonardo doing comedy. I think he's very good at that. And I also love desperate Leonardo who pops up in like The Departed or The Wolf of Wall Street. So I can already see him with the hair and the glasses and the 70s fashion because Jim Jones was like this very charismatic looking guy wearing the aviators like Elvis, Mm -hmm. the suits, you know, and all of that. And um and then his paranoia is going up and up, and that's why they leave the United States, because the authorities are now looking at, what is this guy doing? Right. What kind of labor is going on? Okay. What kind of sexual abuse? It's being written by this guy, Scott Rosenberg. And you'll, um, so he wrote Venom. He wrote Jumanji. And Grant will like this. And most importantly, he wrote the show Zoo. The guy who's doing the script for this is Jim Jones. He's the same guy? Same guy. Wow. Rosenberg. And, wow. Uh, hopefully, I don't even know that show, but you guys watched it. Oh, it was a truly insane TV show uh, that was about uh, a virus that the animals got. And wow. and the world got smaller. Lots. It was good. It, it, it was did. really it, good. It was good. It did, because this... Massacre, when it occurred on November 18th, 1978, it would later lead to inspire the catchphrase, drinking the, the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. yeah. I never, wow. So I, you know, it'll be, it's, uh, I, you know, I, I hope that it's not going to be sensationalized, but it probably isn't. So I'm really interesting, interested in seeing cult leader Leo, and I'm also interested, I think, um, in the, you know, correcting the record and telling the victim's stories because they... Have always been like, well, it was their own fault. They're dead, right? That's why. Well, it used to be. Now it's that's why you call it a murder suicide, right? Not a mass right. suicide because mm-hmm. there was. Well, the that's deception. how it was called. Though, a third for of a long time. it was yes, yes. But you clarified it as a murder suicide because yeah. it was more deception than following. Cyanide yes. yep. in the in cyanide, the, and it was in put, the, and they didn't know. Whoa. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm fascinated with that. Uh, Actually, that's going to be good. I got a yeah. I got a sneak peek from Roger Friedman who accepted a junket to go to LA to see Belfast last we, night. We, and a lot of people saw it here in the Twin Cities. Yes. We could have seen we it. We could have yeah. gone. We're lazy, lazy, but um he starts out the column Kids Focus Features flew me to Hollywood for the premiere of Belfast at the new Motion Picture Academy Museum. This gorgeous movie is the best one I've seen all year. It's likely to win many Oscars. How could I say no? He writes, this was an old-fashioned premiere. The kind we went to before the pandemic. Lots of stars, lots of glamour, and of course masks, but didn't hurt the experience. He saw uh, Belfast at the Hamptons Film Festival. Kenneth Branagh, famous for Shakespeare and Agatha Christie movies, and at one point being married to Emma Thompson way Mm -hmm. back when, has finally arrived at his moment. This is his coming-of-age story during the Troubles in Northern Ireland in the 70s. It's the most completely realized movie of the year. Judy Dench will get another Oscar nod, and Jamie Dornan will probably win Best Supporting Actor nomination, best known for Fifty Shades. 
he jumped on stage after the movie was over with the terrific house band and sang the R&B hit Everlasting Love just like he does in the movie. He, I'm getting it's, goosebumps. It's an Oscar moment in the movie. It makes you think of the movie in the commitments. In person, it was a wowzer. Women and men were swooning equally. He whipped the crowd into a frenzy. We're all going to forget he was ever in Fifty Shades of Grey. And he's moving his family to Beverly Hills, he told Roger in January. Jamie Dornan is? Jamie Dornan for award season. And he said, uh, Roger said, Belfast is the Irish fiddler on the roof. It's everyone's immigrant story. What do you do in the... It's the Irish fiddler on on the the roof. roof. Isn't that great? Which is showing right now, starting at the Ordway. Yeah. He writes, um, it's everyone's immigrant story. What do you do when the place where you were born is under siege and no longer possible to live in? Rana is really telling the most relatable story of all. How do you leave people behind to make a better life for your family. And Friedman tells us, by the way, Belfast is studded with beautiful songs, almost all by Van Morrison. This is the pre-pandemic anti-lockdown nutso van. My advice is just forget about the current incarnation of Van Morrison. These songs are wonderful and fit the mood of the movie perfectly. Let's pretend Van has a brain tumor that altered his freeze name. He, he's he, gotten a little angry over the years. He said it's a winning, winning, I winning I cannot wait movie. to see And Jamie Dornan, of course, we all know from 50, 50 Shades. Shades. But right. at the, the, he got up at the party and did it, the thing, oh. the scene. And that is a great song, Everlasting Love. Grant, do you think you could get us that song? Oh, my gosh, I love that. Don't you love that song? Uh-huh. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I feel bad that we were so lazy last night and didn't go. Julia, I was just recovering. Oh. I was tired. I was just too tired, and I hadn't seen my husband. Lori drove a bulldozer. Yeah, it tired me out, you guys. It really <laughs> wore out. I, I haven't remember the last video game where I was using a lot of... Was hand, Pong. No, I was going to say Pac-Man. Pong in the 70s. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Pac-Man in the early in the 80s. 80s. Right. <laughs> um, by the way, in London, uh, they had the... Uh, Gucci uh, House Movie of premiere. yeah House of Gucci, oh, Lady Gaga in purple fishnets, her horse clomper shoes, uh, Jared Leto because he plays like an old yeah, ugly he man. Looks amazing. He looks amazing in a blue Gucci yeah. tuxedo. Anyway, Salma Hayek looked like a crispy, like um, an Arby's baked potato because they didn't they have the gold wrapping on their baked potato? Who had the gold wrapping? When you'd get it. Sizzler Steakhouse. Sizzler, there you go. Isn't it like the Sizzler Steakhouse that had the gold? She looked like a Sizzler crumped up. It was a crinkly, you know, dress. Gosh, remember the Sizzler? Yeah. And then um, also Jennifer Aniston, you know, she's got 38 people on Instagram. And so, of course, she's... She has 38 people? 38 million. Oh, million. And so she is, you know, she's... I mean, that's why you do Insta. This is how A-listers, they don't get talked into for the good of it. They say, this will help your company. You can do your own spawn con, do your own sponsored content. And she says, I I don't want to do that. And they think, well, think of all the good things you do right. for charity. You can do this. And you're helping people out. Everyone wants to know your beauty secrets. Okay, she gets Instagram. She's doing a promotion. Uh, celebrity Spellcheck found this out. Holly has brought it to us. And she's showing people how to mix her vital protein smoothie. Mm-hmm. And it's her, you know, holding the thing. And she always has pale nails. She always wears cream-colored nails. Same you with Barbara that? Streisand. Yeah. 
They make, make your you, fingers look longer. Making and making the close-ups. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's hands with oh, red nails. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Okay, oh, yeah. that's funny. That's how you know when you're A-list. You don't even your, have to hold you anything. You don't even have to you do hand that. hand model. You don't even hand model. I love that. Do that work. I love that. Uh. And by the way, so that's posted. And by the way, Jennifer Aniston will be given at the Hollywood, the Women in Entertainment breakfast that happens in like early December. She is going to be given the Sherry Lansing Leadership Award for 30 years of philanthropy, which is as long as she's been in show business. Sherry Lansing was one of the first women ahead of a studio. Yes. Yeah, we read her book. Yo, that was a good book. 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 It's time for the Dirt Alert. Yes, we had her on. Yeah, we did. So anyway, she's being awarded. So Fantastical. Really good. All right, listen, we'll be back with the Dirt Alert. He's a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Yes. I think I know what you guys were doing, perhaps on uh, Sunday night. Was it Sunday night? The premiere of Yellowstone? Yes, Yes, all three of us. You guys were all watching. Yes. (laughs) And the premiere of Yellowstone was the show's all-time high rating. So, And not only for Yellowstone, but for the Paramount Network in general. They yeah. said they had their biggest audience ever with the season four debut. And, you know, Dexter New Blood opened solidly for Showtime they on Sunday good. night. It was good. That was good, too. But Yellowstone is holding the country together right now. Really? Yeah. It really, it truly is. <laughs> because this show averaged 8.12 million viewers over its two-hour-plus running time. Now, that might not seem like a lot of ratings, but in the year 2021, that's pretty astonishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Plus, yay. this, you know, yeah, yeah. And people are just hungry for that show. Because it was the highest-rated cable show last summer. Yeah. Cowboy melodrama. Kevin it, Costner. What yeah, more do you want? Yeah. Yeah. What more do you want? Hey, you guys, in the last segment, we're talking about the London premiere of House of Gucci. That happened today. And Vanity Fair has a review of the movie. They are saying that Lady Gaga is officially a best actress contender. Really? In their opinion. Now, wow. for the rest of the movie, they're like, well, maybe not so much. Oh, Ridley Scott having two duds in a row, but I like I the last duel. No, I want to see the last duel. Oh, no. Yeah. Is the House of Gucci a dud? Well, we're going to go see it anyway. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily a dud, but perhaps this review, review in Vanity Fair says it's not going to be the award show contender that you want it to be. But she will be. But she will be. Lady Gaga steals the show in her nine-month method acting Italian yeah. accent that she has. It'll be, you know, uh, the Italian... Uh, Patricio Reggiano versus Chanel. I mean, uh, what's her name? Kristen Stewart as Diana Spencer. Diana. Oh, yeah. She is like getting. Did you see that movie this weekend? I know it opened. I think I I'm think. going this weekend. Yeah. Just like she is. Got it. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So maybe it will be the the dueling biopic, so yeah. to speak, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. versus Kristen Stewart. Well, some of the other performances in House of Gucci, and this is according to Vanity Fair, okay. Al Pacino, Jared Leto, uh, they're in a. They're saying that basically, like these guys are in their own little movie, which is much sillier than the actual story, the story. that's being told. Yeah, and it's s- kind of weird that they just didn't hire one of the many, many qualified, age-appropriate actors instead of making Jared Leto go through pounds of makeup to look like some ugly old seventy-eight-year-old Italian dude with bad hair and a balding pate. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's been the argument. Why From do you the have... family? The family was so <laughs> upset. My grandpa yeah, was, was not... so good looking. Yeah, that he... but I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. It seems like vanity casting on the part of Ridley Scott. Well, it was probably, I think, a combination of things. Vanity casting for Jared Leto. Also, whoever's bankrolling this movie oh. wants those big names. Okay. I mean, this is a big name cast. Lady that's Gaga, true. Adam Driver, Al Pacino, Jared Leto. So that's the kind they of... They even some... got Jeremy Irons. Yeah, and Jeremy Irons, I mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times, too, like with these mystery castings or any number of decisions when you're making a movie, mm-hmm. it could be some producer who's holding the purse strings and is like... That you really, got it, okay. I really like that Jared Leto, and I like the way that he held his own head on the Met carpet, Met Gala carpet. Yeah, so, right. you know, it, it's uh, making mm-hmm. movies is rather mysterious sometimes. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so, but I think we're all going to go see House of Gucci. Oh, I totally am going. Yeah, and we'll put mm-hmm. the red carpet up on the show links tomorrow because some people had some looks. Oh, yeah. they did have we looks. We really admire Jared Leto's blue tuxedo. Oh, it looked fabulous. Oh, he's so beautiful. He is a, so mm. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, he's looking great. Lady Gaga in a gorgeous royal purple. And Selma Hayek in a questionable gold lame gown. Terrible. She looks like the Sizzler baked potato. And you know who else is on <laughs> in that movie is uh, our lady from Call My Agent, Call My Agent, the French woman. The French lady. Um, Colette. Uh, Coladia. I can't remember what her Coletta name is. But she's the main agent in Call. Coladia. Call, call, call My, my agent. agent. She's fantastic. You, now, there's a show to watch if that you is a watched great that one. Show. That is amazing. And that's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, wonderful. Hey, Teresa Judice got a nose job. Yeah. Did she ever? She's trying to mm-hmm. say it's just a tip, but it is a full-on new nose and maybe... Something else. She looks like a completely different woman. Yeah. Teresa Judai says she feels better about herself after getting a nose job earlier this year. She said, I like how she prefaces this. I don't know if anybody knows. Notice. Yeah. <laughs> but I did get the tip of my nose done and I was so nervous about it. Yeah. She completely got a new schnozzola. I mean, it's it looks good. Yeah. She looks great. But I mean, it's like she does not. You'd have to be told it was her. Yes. It's, it's like Chloe Kardashian. Very much very. so. Very it's like, oh, it, that looks like Teresa Judice. If you saw her on the street, you would be like, oh, oh that might be her. That might be her. Mm-hmm. Or it might, might be somebody's be. weird cousin. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yes, so she got a nose job. So nice on her. Did you guys talk about Shailene Woodley over yes. on her Instagram yes, stories? Like, what is going on with her and then uh, Aaron Rodgers' non-apology apology for lying? I Good don't Lord. know about Aaron Rodgers, but Shailene Woodley went to her Instagram story today 
to criticize the Daily Mail for publishing a photograph of what they said was Aaron Rodgers getting a coffee in San Francisco, breaking his NFL Mm COVID-19 quarantine. Well, Shailene Woodley, she put on her best investigative reporter hat, her best Al Capone opening, or excuse me, Geraldo opening Al Capone's vault and just pointed and said, look at his feet. Yeah, look at this. Look at that. I, why? Why, Shaylee? I'm so. I, uh, Holly, we are making the prediction here on this show that th- these two are about to enter a rough patch mm-hmm. of their new relationship. I mean, geez, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they've dated about a year, I think. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's pretty honeymoony. That's, yeah. It's the yeah, la la roses yep. and honey and butterfly. You know, and, but this is going to be their first crunch. Yeah, well, and I feel he's going to be in a bad mood. Well, Shailene Woodley is proving that she's in a bad mood, too, because she is not taking your guys' PR advice at all, which Mm. is never complain, never never explain. explain. Well, she's explaining away, and she has been for the past week, and then she's gaslighting everyone, basically saying it's all our fault. Right. Which it's not. Now, the Daily Mail, maybe, they did screw up Yeah, they for sure. Yeah. But don't don't say anything. Don't, Shailene. No. don't hey taylor swift's album taylor's red version is coming out on friday and a lot of people are speculating that we're going to get a special taylor swift starbucks drink oh now that would be fun i like that idea (laughs) i haven't been to starbucks in so long something red yeah (laughs) well exactly well think about this julia starbucks the holiday season what color is their cup it's red exactly so a lot of people are thinking that maybe perhaps it's a skinny caramel latte situation, a grande caramel non-fat latte. Well, Adele just partnered with Amazon for a commercial. Yeah. About shopping during the pandemic gave them a new song today, so Yeah. This is a new way of Ka-ching, ka-ching. Exactly. I mean, go get yourself a Taylor's drink on Friday and go pick up her album. Happy Tuesday. Thank you Thank so you. much. Academic journal skimmer, Lori. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, though. Oh, everybody knows. Do, does everybody, it's dark out, you guys. Oh, yeah. We had Day this two. epiphany yesterday, too. We're it. like, oh, my gosh. Help us. Help us. It, we can't deny it that we're going into winter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. We really had a nice long fall, though. I'm just going to be honest. It's been True. nice. Spring, summer, fall. It felt we really. You know, I have a, a real dichotomy happening. At least for one more day Why? outside of my house, I have big, gigantic pots of summer these flowers, palms, right? my palm fronds with begonias, and then my palm fronds, my palm fronds, and then right <laughs> across from them right? are my baskets that I got at Ace's Hardware with my. Kissing wreaths and my you pretty. You got those? Oh yeah! Once they come out, Julia, you got to buy them because they go when they're All gone. All right, they're I got to go to Ace's. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I've got these winter pots with that these I summer, put with these two big, huge summery things. Gosh, I took down my screens today. Yeah, and felt like I really like housework. <laughs> you know, you know. Casey told me he took the screens down yeah. and did the windows yesterday, and I go, oh. That's so great. I'm so glad you're home, Casey. Did you notice I did one thing? I cleaned out the pots. Remember, you cleaned out the planters. You did something. I did a few other things. Okay, here's a study of duck. Um, So, uh, average millennial woman, by the time she's 
30 okay. has already had eight different hairstyles. Well, duh. Duh. I mean, who doesn't? You don't have to be a millennial. You just be a woman. That's right. By the time you're 30, you have eight different. Well, you had the pixie, you had the long parted down the middle. Yeah. You had the bangs with the long hair. You had the first time you permed your hair. You had the shed. Yeah. I mean, this is. You changed the color. You had the high low. Right. You had the two tone like Lori. You had the bad breakup haircut at least once, which is the short bob. Right. Anyway. And then you had the gym. And then maybe one time you were just bored. Totally. Yeah. Who hasn't done this? Yeah. And who hasn't cut their own bangs? Good Lord. And I, we know that. Grant, did you have a lot of, did you like have a big hairstyle when you were in high school? Uh, well, when I was younger, it was the bowl cut. Every yeah. kid had the bowl every cut. Ki- and every then, kid had the then, bowl, yeah. And then I was in that, you know, late 90s, early 2000s where everybody spiked up the front oh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You uh-huh. know, a little flare on top yeah. with the sure. spike up front. That was about it, and now I just kind of wear a hat every day. Yeah, so. there you go. But, there you go. So you, that was eight different haircuts, huh? That That's the average? But, I mean, it seems just, like a duh. It yeah. seems like it should be more. More, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just right off there. It has nothing to do with age group. Although no. every once in a while, there is somebody that you know, like someone who's 25, they won't know it now and for another 25 years. They will have a friend from grade school that will still have the same hair 25 yes. years from now. I mean, but they don't know that yet. But it's too soon. It's too soon it's to too tell. Soon, right. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody that I've known since fifth grade. Who is the same style? Has the same hair all these years later. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't, I've switched down my, the middle. Oh, my and gosh. I've straight, switched it up so many times. How and long you? and long, long, long. Oh, long to is the it butt. Crystal Gale? No, but <laughs> I mean, it's almost butt. like Crystal Gale-like. It's so strange. It's, anyway. Yeah. Okay, here's another duck. It's hard to do that because as we age, our hair um, changes a lot. Yeah. Like how thick or thin it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, the consistency of the right, hair. Right, Some. So that's interesting that someone can hang on to it that long. Right. Well, I'm not saying it looks good. <laughs> I'm picking uh, that up. Yeah. And I, at the break, I'm going to hold up a post, you know, with whose name it is, because <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing as we're speaking. <laughs> I'm like, I know this person. Yeah. Okay, here's another uh, study of duh for you guys. Your brain stays younger than your actual age if you have healthy blood pressure and this seems like a duh to me i think you if you act younger think younger and if you're if you've got the blood pressure to go along with it it actually your brain it works on your brain does that make any sense to you i never have thought of this before but i'm going to say a normal i'm going to look up what is healthy um outstanding blood pressure readings from the american heart association yeah i'm going to tell you I we run low. If you have normal, if you're, if you have, if you have just healthy blood pressure for your age or whatever, your brain is at least six months younger than your actual. You only gained six months. I think. Are you thinking, Grant? This yeah. is something like really big yeah, and revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I've never thought of this before. And and again, you get a whopping high, six months. But but I mean apparently your brain should be just like apparently high blood pressure is like you know then that's where you're bringing in the heart you know stroke heart yeah, attack elevated less than one twenty on the systolic and the diastolic or whatever it's I, real good for your brain yeah. to have good calm blood pressure if you've got healthy whatever that is for your age that's why your doctor is after you about that oh huh? boy yeah sometimes they're like what is your blood pressure yeah.
Our, our family runs low. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right, here's another one. All right, that was really fun to know. I we, know. You gained six months with this <laughs> right, knowledge. Right. So I don't even know if that gets to be a study of da. Well, this is this is for the old. That's on drinks. the average. That's on the curve. It's on the curve. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is for the uh, the drinkers, uh, the senior citizens of the United States and Australia who are listening right now that are drinking. Yeah, <laughs> happy hour right now. Yeah, that's wherever great. you are, that's a good moderate, moderate drinkers have a lower risk of heart problems than healthy people who choose not to drink. At all, why is that? Well, of course. Now we're I'm moving aside heavy drinking, binge drinking, alcoholics. Sure, but moderate, that, like a glass, yes, something a day. That is correct. Okay. Just like Dan Butner tells us all. Yes, the have time. a glass of wine. What's the wine? With the population getting older due to longer lifespans, researchers continue to look how older adults keep their quality of life as they reach like their um, late seventies, right, and beyond. And the 18,000 seniors that were in this, the people for, it was kind of like a three to four drinks a week. All right. Was good. Even for some people could go up to seven drinks, three and a half to seven drinks a week because they're seniors and they've got more social time. They have more time. (laughs) Um, They had a lower risk of death from all causes in comparison to other people their age. Yeah. All right. What's the name of that brand? This was in the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology. Just so you know how committed I was to sourcing and getting something with a big group of people. I'm really, I'm so impressed with you, Lori. Way to to take it for the team. You're a giver. You are a giver. Just the occasional drink. It does. It's just moderate drinking is better for our aging hearts than no alcohol at all. If you're able to do that, of course, if you are a friend of Bill's, yes, then this advice does not apply no, to you. Right. Okay. Now, how going to bed at 10 o'clock can save your life? Because we associate Ooh. bedtimes with children, right? Not anymore. No, but you kind of like bedtime. You're like, oh, you got a bedtime. You don't really say, but mo- many adults do have an optimum bedtime that they like to be Kenneled up, snuggled what, up. What time is your... Mine's late. Mine is late. Going to sleep at 10 p.m. may save your life. Well, I don't want to be times after midnight early. resulted in the highest increase in heart-related declines in health. Oh. Um, because your body has a 24-hour clock. Mm-hmm. And you need to stop and rest. And the more committed you can be to a consistent bedtime right apparently it's the better for our brain repairing our muscles repairing all this stuff because there's been lots like how long do you sleep and there's all this kind of stuff right right. but the bedtime sweet spot is between 10 and 11 all right we've heard this a lot people fall asleep after midnight have a 25 percent chance higher chance of developing heart disease than people who consistently go to bed in the sweet time spot. 25%. That's high. I it know. It makes me want to not go to bed at four in the morning anymore. Right. I'm going to aim for two. <laughs> I'm going to aim for two a.m. I don't stay up that late. It's something but to I do really, with your endocrine system. Yes. Which is repairing and doing yeah, stuff while you're needs, sleeping. It needs some time, but some people, I mean, I 
I can't go to bed at right. 10. I mean, that's so early. But right. some nights I do. They studied 88,000 participants. Jules. That's a lot. So this is a good study. This is a good study. So this was also the, published the, in the European Heart Journal Digital Health. That just got delivered to us digitally when that's we opened right. the airways. That's right, Julia. <laughs> and people could travel for yeah. me. Yeah, 80,000 people. 60% of them are women. Just saying. Well, this is this is something then to listen to. I feel like we've heard this 10 to we 11 have, business before. I know, but I, it feels sometimes... Re- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Really early. You don't like it because you don't. You're you don't have a bedtime. My clock is different. Yeah, my clock is all over the board. Yeah, and like if I play tennis at night, I cannot sleep before midnight. I just can't. I right. can't wind down, right. and then I'm like. But you've probably made your brain work harder because you played tennis. Thank you, Lori. Yeah. Thanks for helping me recover so, through that. Yeah, now yep, you're making it. up for the sweet there time with exercise. In that, <laughs> right, we got to go. We'll be right back. All right, so tonight we've got our bachelorette going at it again. Mm-hmm. Are you liking it? Yeah, I'm not committed to knowing anybody's names. They just no. all have little There's nicknames. There's still a lot. Grant, do you even bother to peek? No. Nope. no. Not at all. No. One well, of these weeks you'll remember it. You'll yeah. keep asking him. I'm just going to keep asking until <laughs> I remember your until, name, yeah, too. Right, I'm going to call you Donnie right now. <laughs> That's okay. Well, Taisha, Taisha Adams, you know, who is co-hosting The Bachelorette with... Caitlin. Caitlin. She just ran the New York City Marathon this weekend, and she met Zach Clark, her guy, when she was the Bachelorette, like just last spring. Yeah, it's kind of cute pictures of those guys. They're they're all done hosting that show. Jesse yeah. Palmer. Oh, that's right. He's going to take over. Mm-hmm. But Michelle is cute, so we'll see what happens tonight. Oh, but she's darling. The show Lori and I are watching. If you want to have a new show that we really quite like, and you can watch it on Hulu because. The stuff on ABC plays on Hulu the day mm-hmm. after if you don't have, you know, standard cable. Well, this um, is just ABC, so it's not even standard cable. Well, if you don't have, like, my kids have YouTube TV. I mean, they don't yeah, even have ABC. They don't, have, so they don't yeah, even have the basics. They don't basics. have TV. They don't have TV. They have mm-hmm. just streaming. Yeah. So Hulu is just kind of someplace you can watch it. But um, Queens. Queens. Follows the Bachelorette. It's good. With it's Eve a good soapy and Brandy drama. and the two other women that I can't They've think of. They've been everywhere. They were on Nick Cannon. They were going to be on the talk tomorrow. They were on Drew Barrymore's show last week. They've Lori, got, you watch so got, many talk shows. Well, I just like take a peek, you know. Peek, peek a peek. I got to see what's I, happening. They were on Tamron. They were, the actresses were on with Tamron Hollow, too. Wow. So I think ABC realizes there could be, like, this is a show that people. Would like, you know, a lot of yeah, women I think, would like this show. I think they show. would. I, I like good. it. It's well done. It taps the into a lot of different areas. Yeah. It's very good. And now, Grant, thank you, because Kim from L.A., mm-hmm. our publicist, 
Grant sent a nice thing. Our interview earlier today on the book, you know, the so um, the burning light of two stars, you, it, that'll be in the replay. And also, you know, we podcast. This is something people should know. If you don't have the MyTalk app, which you can download, which is simple because you can listen to all the shows live wherever you are in your car, on a walk, any time of the day, you could get into the podcast. But also, if you're just used to podcasting, you can just go to the podcast button or whatever it is and type in Lori and Julia or any show from my talk and we just show up and it's that easy. Oh yeah, it's easy. I just want to remind people we're pod we're not just a radio program, Lori, we're a podcast too. I uh, you I hear from so many people though I don't listen to you anymore because I podcast. Right. And right. I don't drive in my car it's, and I'm like, well, I just want to remind people This is very good. This is mm-hmm. good yeah. information. Yes. We are a podcast. Okay. And so, did it before all those other podcasts. Um <laughs> And yes. you always add that. Too, I do. <laughs> We've been podcasting for that. so long. Yeah. Okay, so were you mad when you looked at the cover? This is posted on our show page of Reese Witherspoon on the December issue of InStyle. Did you get mad when you saw this cover? You're like, did you say to yourself, why does Reese look like that? Why does she look like a million bucks? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, well, I didn't even get mad for half a second. Yeah, readers were so up in arms that InStyle yesterday had to disable their comment sections on Instagram. Okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> because it's the December-January issue of InStyle. They claimed that Reese Witherspoon looked unrecognizable what did you do to this gorgeous woman? This is awful retouching. I thought it was her daughter. Honestly, it's painful to see she's gorgeous in real life. Leave her face alone. It's harmful to do this much Photoshop and sends the wrong message. Like I said, the backlash was so big. The wow. editor-in-chief shut down comments, and here's what she said. Um, uh, For those commenting on retouching the brief was super sexy and a heavy eye and big hair you rarely see reese like this which this was is the true. point we are not in the business of embalming women at in style okay, i actually <laughs> love that they said that snapback we are not wow. in the business of embalming uh-huh. she looks great it's just a different we don't usually we don't see, see her, her with up because she's Bridget so, Bardot no hair eyes. and a smoky eye and sexy. This is kind of the uh, Reese that I want. I think she looks amazing. amazing. And they even call the cover Reese Witherspoon owning, owning it. it. Wow. Anyway, the only thing I take issue with, it's the strangest head tilt. Tilt. It's, it's a, not a it's, natural head I'm tilt. I'm going to tell you what it, it is. It was the photographer trying it's to get... To de-accentuate her chin. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's she was being de-chinned. She was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. That's what they were doing. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, in the in the magazine, you know, Reese said that she loves that people think she and her daughter are sisters. And I thought, well, yeah. Who would You do, but I can tell you right now, your daughter does it. <laughs> I hated this. Oh. I know it. All right. We will be back tomorrow. We're going to have a fantastic night. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.